0: Have you ever heard a strange noise in the middle of the night? Hello? Hello? Ever seen something you couldn't quite explain? What's that? Ever been visited by a loved one in a dream? What are you? Psychic mediums Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons-Polito talk about it all. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene podcast.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Psychic on the Scene. Here with you as always, your favorite redhead psychic, Katie Manning Hilton. And here with me, as always, my friend and co host and producer, D. Scott.
0: I've been like very,
1: very lucky because we've been doing these on location things, and Nick comes. I know. And it's Nick's equipment.
2: So
0: I, know. I don't have to do
2: anything but Thank sit you,
0: here. Thank you, Nick Lee. Sit there and look pretty. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you. Nick. Thanks, Nick. And
1: also with me, uh, my other co host and friend, Michelle Lyons Polito, Psychic Medium. Hey, everyone. And we are in uh, McGeary's Tavern, Irish Tavern? Whatever. Irish pub. Irish pub um, in downtown Albany, and we have us uh, with us Tess. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> hi everybody. And we have Alexandria Albino. Hi everybody. I said it right, didn't I? You did. I did. Perfect. I've been practicing. So um, we, you guys, we ran a contest a few months ago about mm-hmm. asking our listeners what locations they wanted us to go to and kind of do you know like a spirit check-in and Mm -hmm. do a live podcast and this came up in both contests yeah interesting over and over again so um we really made it a concerted Mm -hmm.
0: is this thing on oh wait yeah now it is
2: okay <laughs> hello, hello. Oh, there, yeah, you yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that sounds a lot better. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Sure so
1: we were getting um, a lot of people asking us about McGeeries, mm-hmm. and I know from knowing Tess for years that there were stories and and um, events that had happened here that were of a spirit of activity in nature. And prior, when we just parked the car, Michelle had worked down here <laughs> across mm-hmm. from the church.
0: Right. Yes. Um, right next to the Encon or the DEC building. Back in the 90s, um, I'm an archaeologist by training, and they excavated. We excavated rum distillery, which is where that parking garage is now with the bluebirds on it. I had no idea. Yes, and it was really cool because you know, when the river overflows, it fills up with silt. So oxygen had not gotten into that area for was pre Revolutionary War, and so we found a rum distillery. And the old grizzled archaeologist working with us said it's a rum distillery, not a tannery, because your silver ring is being tarnished, and that's from the sulfur from the molasses. So, actually, one of the vats, or two of the vats, is at the State Museum. And it's, we, ne- we named one of the, the vats the Love Vat, because we found shoes, a wine bottle, and broken wine glasses in it. <laughs> so, oh, wow, we figured wow. things were happening That sounds there.
3: like a cocktail name. Right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> yes! The love, oh, my God, yeah, that's perfect, the Love Vat. Yeah, maybe two or maybe
3: a name of a, a new bar.
0: Yes, Ooh, oh. perfect, perfect. Oh, so Tess,
1: tell us when you became owner here at McGarry's.
3: about uh, thirteen years ago, about and, thirteen years ago. And prior to that, you owned Lark. the Lark Tavern. I came down here. Um, we were refugees. There was about thirty of us, and we all came here together. Oh, and a lot of us still they keep coming back and forth uh, to work here. Right. Some of us have been together a long time.
1: Wow! Wow! So both you and Alex, you've had experiences, too. At, yes, at every, both, day. Uh, both <laughs> every places, day. Both <laughs> Daily. places. And you must be just used to them now because they, they know you, at the spirits in, in both the places. So start with both of
3: your experiences at Lark Tavern. Well, let, let me just tell you that it's so well known that when they do the haunted tours or like the pub cross or they do... Yeah. Anything around Albany, they talk about McGarry's and they also talk about the fact that we've, you know, these things have happened. Another friend of ours, Alex, we were all out. and We were on one of those haunted pub tra- crawls. Yes. And a friend of ours who's so psychic, they're, you know, everybody's talking or whatever. And she goes, well, who's the mad guy, the grumpy guy and the two kids running under the table? And they go, oh, my God, the clothes and everything you're describing is the owner of this place. But we never talk about it. Oh, they wow. never described it. Wow. So, But yeah. we've always been talked about in all their tours. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
0: You know, don't you think when you spend a lot of time around ghosts, they kind you just get kind of used to them? And then when other people come in, they get a, like a stronger visual or a stronger, stronger feel, but it's kind of like just another employee in a sense.
2: I
3: mean, people, I always say, be worried about the living, not the dead. It's oh, tr- God. F-
2: very
1: true, 100%. <laughs> so tell us some of the stories or some of the occurrences that you've had personally within the location. Go ahead, Alex. <laughs>
4: Uh,
2: Go ahead well,
1: Alex Here at, here at
4: McGeary's uh, We've nicknamed him Harry Okay uh, Because he doesn't really Want to divulge his name He usually hangs out He usually hangs out Either in this bathroom Back here Or he likes mm-hmm. to Creep around the corner And uh, jump out Per se Jump to, scare he, jumped, <laughs> he does some jump scares uh, Some of the Wait staff Have Come back here And they hear noises creaking sounds usually is there a
1: certain time that it happens with harry or with harry
4: usually it's early in the morning or late at night usually around about 11 ish or so huh
0: Mm. Hmm. interesting yes and you're saying like the corner back corner of this
4: room right uh where this closet is here oh wow and this this was always an
3: operating tavern well this room was not this is a
4: separate building, which even
3: get, gets oh. crazier. That's why I smudged it before you got here, oh. because this is a separate building. It and, feels
1: really peaceful.
3: Well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> was it your all- standards
3: are low? <laughs> <laughs> and they are. <laughs> what was your? Favorite? I'm surprised my chaotic energy hasn't ruined this whole no. beginning of this podcast.
1: Uh, uh, no, but so was this. I know that a lot of political people have come down here and, and yeah. there's you know been all different kinds of groups and things probably discussed and worked on. Was that what this room always was, even when it was part of the
3: other? When Kevin McGarry's was here, they, the front area was a music room and you you were able to walk back here. Oh, okay. So this room is always here for Kevin, but the front of McGarry's has been here for... You know 40 years as mcgeary's and that's not even you know it's been the Windjammer, i believe before that oh so it's been around for a very long time because the buildings i mean the buildings 1800s yeah it's one of the oldest buildings
1: yeah you can you can yeah you can definitely
3: live next door
1: who is it herman melville
0: moby dick right yeah he wrote Moby Dick.
1: Of course you would know that. I didn't know I'm that. Such a well, yeah, nerd. I failed the SATs. No, okay. <laughs> you know things that others don't know. Yeah, true, that's yes. right. Their thoughts We're and a, oh, different, right. Right. a totally different <laughs> level. Um, so do you feel like here it picks certain spirit like the spirit picks certain people to play with? Or bother, or, annoy or Annoying. scare.
3: Yes, I mean yes. it's not like they're not going to scare Alex. Please, right. she's going to yeah. say, you know, she's going
4: to flip away. Yeah, you're used to it. Right? <laughs> I'm used to it. Some days I just go, Harry, not now.
2: Uh, when uh, I'm busy, but he uh, like they do. Hairy. The
4: spirits do tend to uh, pick and choose certain people that are more susceptible and fearful. Uh, one waitress in particular she's actually gotten more used to him mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but in the beginning she was constant I was running back here uh, at least twice during our shift because I'd hear her scream I'm like what's wrong did you fall what happened she's like no the ghost just scared me he just came out from out of nowhere and he just did <laughs> eh, he's here he, now so. did you ever lose <laughs> you staff it? no did you ever lose staff
1: because they were afraid, either at Lark or here? Did they quit. So.
4: No, uh, at Lark Tavern we did have staff that were afraid to go upstairs alone. So oh, we but did. They yeah. were like
3: big shots. They they don't believe in
4: this. That's they don't like, believe yeah, in that. And, Next and it's and I know they' scaredy cats are running
3: downstairs.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep. Now, now you have rooms yes. above <laughs>
1: here as well too. Yes. And is there ever? Are they uh, like for rent? Are they offices?
3: Well, we have an office um, on the third floor. We have a wonderful person who's been there as long as I've been here. Oh. So I feel like he, he came with us. And everybody <laughs> now wants to take that apartment. Oh. Um, he probably feels stuff, but he won't probably say Doesn't it. I do not like to talk about, we talk about it. Never talk about it. No, but I mean, I'm occasionally on the stairs. It's in the ladies' room. There's a spirit in the ladies' room that yeah. always talks to me. Is it a, a woman? Female, I hope. Yeah, okay, good.
1: <laughs> not yeah. some weirdo. In Down yet. here. Or upstairs. Here. Yep. I've, I've actually felt
0: that. i felt her. Yeah, in this bathroom she down here. She doesn't bother me. No, no. It's
1: not that kind of a feeling. It just feels no. like
0: she's almost like a little lost. Yes. I think and her name is Greta. She was the first name that popped up on the spirit talker. It could be. Um, do you think any of
1: the spirits from Lark Tavern came here with you?
3: Well, I know that one of ours
4: came with us.
2: And, and who uh, was that?
4: You go ahead. This is yours. <laughs> uh, so uh, I called him the gatekeeper. He was with us at Lark Tavern, and when he passed, he crossed over, and we came down here to McGarry's. He was here. Oh wow! And he inspected oh, the place. Oh. He inspected the place, and it's his kind of place. Though. Yeah. So
1: and and like, what did he, what was he doing that immediately made you realize, like, wow, he's here now too?
4: How oh, he talks uh, us. He talks to us. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: I
3: think I. I couldn't deal with it, so I shut it out initially because it was so painful for me to come here. Mm. And he was like, we always acted like we didn't like each other, but we loved each other. Okay. And he had been at Lark—I mean, decades before I was there. Right. So, but I managed Justin's before that,
0: so I knew who he was. So you knew him w- in living form.
2: Oh, well, he worked for us for okay. years. Okay.
3: The then whole time I was there, okay. yeah. And we were with him. His family was wonderful. Oh. uh his. Uh, family was wonderful to us and we were Aww. they really allowed us into his life
0: now how do you hear him do you hear him like out loud like micro like you could pick him up <laughs> a microphone do you hear him in your
4: head i hear him in my head okay i hear him standing next to me uh and i'll hear him say to me that's not how i taught you how to do that this is how we count, <laughs> the, this is how we count the money in, into uh if, up, I'm yeah. the be- if i'm downstairs in the beer if i'm downstairs he's inappropriate he's very inappropriate uh <laughs> He loved women, all women. He did not discriminate, and he always <laughs> had the same jokes. He's, he would touch you on the shoulder and go, "Is this velvet? Because it should be felt." <laughs> uh, he'd That's be like, classic. "You know, I know I it's not that. Christmas, but I'd like to get a goose out of you." <laughs> uh, so he would say, he would say, you know, little things like that. But he would, it. he would, but he was sweet. He was always respectful inappropriate but always respectful so well, did yeah, you guys ha- ever
1: have between the two locations have you had um, like paranormal things like with the lights or
4: electronics oh, yes. oh yeah uh, uh lark tavern just, was a mess just the, just the other day i had, i was <laughs> like nowhere near the glass shelf and wine glasses just came shattering down Oh, Wow! Yeah, Is that so like here? like here at McGarry's just.
1: But that just could last even week. be it. Could work like a portal, being in a place like this mm-hmm. where you're constantly getting new
3: new people. spirits yes.
1: traveling through coming
3: w- yeah, coming in with other people, right? Too. That
1: they would be attached on on people that are drinking at the bar and or even other yeah. patrons that have passed
0: over, and that would irritate the people, the spirits, in residents here. What was it? What was on this
1: location before this was built? Jeez, I'm not sure because the church is right there. Dirt.
3: I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, I think this <laughs> these buildings were all kind of put up together. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean, I, as I know it, somebody said it, and I think they're wrong about it. They said it was uh, a bowling alley. Oh no! I don't think so. I think it's always been a bar since. I, I do I've too. I think yeah. So, but we're not
0: far from the uh, the State Street burial ground, that you know a lot of the early uh, Albanians were buried not far from here. And when they expanded with Pearl Street, they ended up moving them over to Albany Rural Cemetery. So you've got a lot of people that were not happy about being moved. I think that's when you get some of your really older spirits wandering through. Well, and
1: two, and Tess, uh-huh. yes or no, but Tess has always had ability. I'm, I'm sure then, Alex, you have ability if you're able to yeah. hear it in your head. Well, Alex's yes.
3: abilities have been always since she was a little girl.
1: Oh, so you're definitely an indigo child. Yes. And is your family really
4: open to it? My grandmother was my teacher. My oh, mother My mother was very talented and could have stepped forward into it, but she had she a big afraid. fear about it. Yeah. So she was very boom, afraid. Huh? Yes. Well, my <laughs> my grandmother was a curandera. Oh. So she was in Puerto Rico. Nice. Uh she grew her own herbs in the garden in the backyard. I grew up uh, with her the first 13 years of my life. I spent all my summers out there oh, she taught beneficial. me she taught me many things i didn't know it at the time uh, but she would show me various things people from the neighborhood well in the town would come to see her and get homemade remedies from oh, my boy. grandmother so, yeah, so she
1: definitely gave that to you and it's she always did. like a line within a family when they do well that. it gets crazier
3: so alex you know comes up during covid i'm like girl, get your ass back.
2: (laughs) She's sitting in an apartment in, you
3: know, Bay Ridge. I'm like, I'm working all the time. I'm cook, you know, I cook for 100 people, even though I live by myself. Right. And I'm like, just come back home. And she's studying all the herbs. Well, she grew up with them, but because they're different names in our culture, she goes, I'm really struggling with the herbs. I'm like, you know
4: this better than anybody. Like, you know, and it's because it was different names. Different names were the same herbs. So I knew them them from the Spanish ends. Right, and I knew them from my grandmother, just how she named them. Now I'm learning, so I learned that Spanish is my first language. Mm -hmm. So I'm always reverting in my head everything translating from Spanish to English. Now I decide to go back to school to learn acupuncture and Chinese medicine. Bless your heart. So now I'm translating everything from Spanish to English, learning from Chinese into English, like Spanish to English. So. Everything was getting jumbled. So learning the herbs, I could recognize the herb. I knew what the herb did. But in these classes, you have to know specifically uh, the guide, the how it guides, name, yeah. the Latin name and everything. And so I was really struggling and having a hard time. Oh, okay. I was having a hard time watching it, <laughs> it because was. I knew that
3: she knew all this stuff. And, you know, mm. she here she is. I mean, most people just think of medicine and they're like, well, acupuncturist. I mean, you have to really know your stuff Mm, because they, what do they think medicine's made out of?
1: Exactly. Hello. Wake up, America. Exactly.
3: So, yeah, she was studying all this stuff and I felt bad. So now she's, all her worlds are together and she, you know, she's treating people and, you know, and she knows all this stuff intuitively. She knows what to do.
1: So, do you. uh, and probably even back when you were seeing spirits do you work with a specific spirit guide or guide or like is your grandmother working with you while you're doing the work my grand,
4: my grandmother is one of my guiding ancestors that's with mm-hmm. me yep. uh i work with a variety of different teachers yes yeah at the t- at different times they come in so and when she's saying that she's meaning that that it, or in people spirit, that are yeah. right in, in spirit in spirit who have crossed over non-physical yes we do that is who we are speaking of and sometimes I refer to them as the beloved sometimes I, I I've always called them my posse yeah <laughs> I, right. roll, I roll with my gang. posse. Yep, the, gang, the gang exactly and so I'm never alone I always know that I'm guided and I'm protected in any space that I walk into so you probably always have been even if you were in a challenged location with a
1: challenging maybe spirit or entity mm-hmm. there's no way that's going to a bother you but anybody that's in the staff but you had another property test that you and i sat in and we had a ton of spirit activity and we weren't there for that reason oh really oh which yeah. one which one you can say it i'm not going to say oh uh,
3: my house oh. oh the house no i was
1: talking about another one where we were sitting and um, your phone went off and it was Christmas music in September and you kept saying to me, Who, what is that, what is that? And it was the form, former owner. That, oh, and you said, I forgot he, about this. Yeah, so um, one of the locations, she and I met and the place was closed. Yeah. And we were there, it was very early in the morning and we were sitting on the couch and she had her cell phone over on the arm of the chair. And as we're sitting there, you could see the door open up, mm. and close to the kitchen.
3: And, I mean, you heard it. It wasn't just... Well, that place was always... I had to clear it all the time. Like...
1: It, it's a mess. It wasn't, like, just, a, like, a little flutter. It opened as if somebody walked, walked in... through, yeah. ...and then shut.
3: Wow. And, and nobody was there. So, we My like, phone does that all the time.
1: We're waiting, waiting. So, all of a sudden, we're talking about the previous owner and um she had said didn't you that he passed around the holidays yes with that oh. we start to hear music and i'm thinking it's being piped in and she's she keeps going where's that from where's that <laughs> what do you have on <laughs> and i said it's, it's not me and she turns around and her phone is on and it was on one of the things that you even said. You go, I don't even have this on my phone. And oh. it was tr- it, it was playing Christmas music. That's wild. Like almost like in response. And she was like, Okay, enough. Knock like, it off, <laughs> <dude>. Like <laughs> knock yeah. it off. And it did. It stopped. <laughs> but he was definitely. Trying to get our attention. You know how Italians restaurant. are. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you restaurant? know Italians.
3: They don't like it. They everything's a secret. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so true. It's on their terms. It's yeah. we're talking old school people. I was oh, just yes, talking yeah. about some old school Italians today that trained me. <laughs> yes, and they're yeah. still in your head. Yes. Right. Right. So well, that that
1: was funny. That was a was that sell. was I that was one of my favorite sell. stories with you. Oh, that man. that like was happening all that activity right there. Um, There's
3: activity everywhere, though. I feel like wherever I am, it's like so. Me crazy. You said <laughs> now the
1: Lark Tavern. Um, and did people prior to you owning it? Did they say that they had activity in there as well?
3: Well, this is a great story. Um, I don't know if you know this one. I well, we knew that there was a little girl that was always on the stairs, and we knew about this very aggressive spirit up on, um, upstairs. But mm-hmm. you know, Alex and I were like, "Knock it off, kind of," but. When I got to know the original family, the Dedeos, I said to them, "We I kept finding things in the walls, and I would give that back to the family. Oh, wow.
2: and they were like always
3: really emotional oh. about it. Yeah, it was beautiful. so And they're so all lovely people. I don't want to call them out because I don't know. You know yeah, they might right. Think it's they bigger. might not like it. And they um. But they would come in and they were like, "I have nothing from my grandparents or whatever." Aww. But I did talk to my friend, and he told me, he "Goes, yeah, one of the one of the uh, family members, they had a t- like a ten-year-old pass away, <gasps> and they knew exactly what I was talking about." And the person seemed like a grumpy, like not open person, but was very open to what I had to say. Oh, I, I described we described it, you know, the, wow. the girl.
0: Is she stuck or is she? Spiritually um, I at the
3: time I don't you would probably remember that there was spirits stuck in the basement where the drop was to the to the keg room. Oh, and we had to have them released. We released them. Yeah. We had a friend of mine come in and do that. Oh, that was very difficult. Well, was really yeah.
1: strange. I had done um, a house that was haunted over on Spawn Road. Oh, and yeah. oh yeah, you know, and yes. I had to do um, a historical research on it. So I contacted the historical society. Mm-hmm. And they kept talking about the um, the patron, yes, owned the property yep. and owned most of this. So apparently, it was all part of the Underground Railroad. And mm-hmm, when the client mm-hmm. had told me that the property was haunted, I'm like, "This is Gilderland. Like, why would this?" I, p- <laughs> I've never heard about this. You know, with it was Harriet haunted Tuppet. in other ways when I lived
3: there, but uh, <laughs> right, yeah. right. I was haunted by living there.
1: Oh, right, right. <laughs> so, but it was just hmm. kind of strange. And then um, come to find out there was a lot of these places, these locations um, that were also all a part of the Underground Railroad. All a part of that. Like Hamilton
3: Street, they were. The network. It's amazing. It
1: it would make sense that there would be something like down in the basement,
3: but not maybe anything that was ominous, but just maybe clogged energy. I also felt like someone got hurt there. Mm. And it was an old, um, at the Lark Tavern, it was an old um, stable. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. Oh. And it was I wanted to buy like the a building.
0: Livery, livery stable. And up? I
3: wanted to upstairs I kept everything that was there, like where the horses were oh, and mm-hmm. all I that. And that. I wanted to like restore that whole area and make the whole side there was like a hay area where you, on the side of the building. Oh man. and I always wanted to restore it and just make that it would really, be neat really cool. upstairs. But then the fire happened and we lost a lot of it. But uh. they felt like they might have been trapped down there from that time.
1: Now do you feel like with any of the um the spirits at either McGarry's or Lark that they ever work to give you maybe like a premonition but that happened all the time so really did they give you a premonition about the fire
4: not about the fire but there were many a nights uh with closing late at night Mm -hmm. that I would get a premonition from one of the spirits I would actually hear the door kind of rattling Mm -hmm. and I would get this sense i have to lock the door right now oh and i'd lock the door and we made sure the side door would be closed and sure enough there was you know um fights that were going on outside people trying to get in oh wow yeah trying to you know we always felt to protected there so we didn't we have any very, problems there right like, right we yeah, were very fantastic. lucky yeah. so they I mean, took care of you yeah just to backtrack though with the little girl that was there she liked the air. She liked the space. She didn't want to cross over. We okay. tried to cross over, cross her over a few times, and she didn't want to cross over. She didn't over. want to go.
0: Happy memories.
4: Yeah. She played her ball. She bounced her ball down the stairs. She would
3: ask you to play, and mm-hmm. that's I would hear her, and I would always feel bad. That's yeah. how I knew it was a little
4: girl. What What time frame was she from? You know, I don't, I can't say that I ever knew. I could always see her, though in her little dress with her hair pulled back in a little ponytail okay and it was a, a white ribbon so mm-hmm. if i had to say maybe late 40s 50s okay. around there okay. just from the style just the way that the, the hair was done yeah the style uh and in terms of what did you guys call her i'm sorry did you say that already do you have i a would never her? we would we never, never ever do that oh really she okay. never gave her
3: name she no. never
4: gave her name we
3: would say the girl oh wow girl, yeah, the little, the little girl, girl the little girl interesting interesting yeah
1: yeah that would then she would n- she didn't want to be named oh interesting
0: yeah she liked the secret and the she fact did. that
1: you guys were warned prior to certain things that's pretty interesting too yes. um so has anything you said you pulled out a lot of items from the locations
3: mm-hmm. and did you get anything like that in this location as well well i mean there have been so many people when i was at the lark there was only three owners
2: Oh, really? Wow, so it was really?
3: Like, yeah. There was like the Dedeos, who I worship in the Waylands. And we are still very good friends with them. Dan Dedeo, who I, has been a wonderful friend to me. And then the Majeris came, and then one of the Majeris passed away going down He when he bought it, the uh, Lark oh. Tavern. He went and he got into a car accident and was killed. Oh, and wow. His parents, Flo, had to come. His mother had to come, who was a wonderful person and uh, manage it, and Jazz was there back then. Yes. And then what happened was Dan Dedeo came and helped out. So the Dedeos, it was like a passing on, you know? Mm. The Dedeos, then Danny came and he helped manage it to keep it going, and it was a very rough time for them. And then it was me, I mean, so you think about it from when it was legal, I always said I always thought it was an illegal speakeasy at one point because of the basement, the way that it was outside. Um, to us being there, there would only be three owners. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. And nobody gets it. And then I left and it was crazy. And you know, everybody kind of knows what happened to me. And they went through owner after owner. My mother,
1: who's 86 years old, had moved from Red Hook to um, Albany. She actually, ironically, lived on Manning Boulevard <laughs> when she first came to Albany and wound up marrying a Manning. Mm-hmm. But, Foreshadowing. Um, she, um, she remembers being in downtown and going to speakeasies. And they would, yeah, they would like turn off, like pull down the shades, roll up the carpet, (laughs) and block the door, and it was a speakeasy. And there was one on Pearl Street that she went to. So when I think about it, it's like my mother was like Green Street was the. Yeah, she was like a
0: wild woman. Yeah, Mama Manning. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Don't get jealous. I know. I am. I am. It's so funny when when it comes out, she'll go,
1: oh, yeah, there was a speakeasy over there. And we used to walk from the phone company because they work down here near the legislation building. And uh, they work for the phone company. And she said, like, on Thursday nights, they'd go to the hotel what is it the the wellington wellington oh yeah and she said they'd get like the blue p- plate special with um <laughs> with like a <laughs> like a glass of like champagne and that's <laughs> amazing yeah they yeah. saved the
0: facade of that building didn't they i yep. think they, they, they did yeah yep is it still there i haven't had it no they did a really nice job oh, did with that
3: okay oh, you should go over there it's really nice they did a wonderful job i'll check another it out another one that might be
1: super oh, super haunted yeah um so, in your family, did you have a lot of these experiences, or you test prior to even owning Lark and, and growing up? Uh, yes, and I always it. felt
3: like my mom was uh, my mom was intuitive, and then she blocked that out.
0: Same. She as got my to mom. a certain
3: point, you know. She, I mean, I was raised re- reading books. My mom was a reader and gifted, and she always had books around the house. So I would read her books. uh, Were a lot of them about
1: things like that?
3: Yeah, I mean, my mom read everything. Mm. And nobody would ever know that about her. Um, But my mom... I mean, she always had two or three books going my and all here. different yeah. kinds my too. My mom did
0: too. I always have three going. Healing books or yeah. like <laughs>
3: prediction books and things like that.
1: Ancient astronauts. I remember my mother <laughs> and that was like the, the early 70s. my oh, mother yeah, had That like, was the
3: uh,
0: first you know, book that we, really got my my people thinking. My mom even
3: had books on aliens. Yep. And, no, but listen, people from Troy weren't talking about this stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> right. I was, you know, living in the Bergen, you know, and she was ahead of her time. And then she just progressed to a certain point and just shut down. Uh, she's very, my mom was very Irish.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just you shut down and never talked
3: about it.
1: Well, and huh, what about your family? Experience. You said your grandmother really kind of, it was a way of life for her and, and the family.
4: Yes, it was. So, she, I mean, I always tell this story. Uh, one summer that all the cousins got together uh, for the summer and my grandmother tested us. Oh. And so what she did was <laughs> she gave us a deck of cards. She had, a deck, she had cards and she gave us a deck of cards and said, okay, read them. And so some of the cousins were like, I don't know. Grandma, what are you talking about? And a couple of us knew what she meant and we laid out the cards. So she said, All right, you guys have the gift. All right, everybody else go outside and play. And so what she did was that she kind of took us under her wing and she started passing down what she knew, her knowledge to us. How old would you say you were? I was I was eight years old when that happened. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was eight years old when that (laughs) happened. But prior to that, I would tell my mom I'd see, you know, I'd be talking to somebody and I would tell her, I'm like, Mom, I'm talking to so-and-so. So So she would say, well, that's your imaginary friend. And so I had two imaginary friends who were really my guardian angels that I was talking to. And so we called them Gilligan and Fonzie. (laughs) Because at the time growing up, those were the shows that were popular. That's (laughs) perfect. So Gilligan and Fonzie, I would be talking to them. And my mom, you know, she kind of indulged it for a while. um, And this is the moment I knew my mom was very scared of what I could do because I remember her. She was giving me a bath and I said to her, you know, Gilligan and Fonzie said, don't be sad. Um, Stop being so sad. You know, dad, treats you So mean. But they said, it's not going to last long. You have a choice. And I'm saying all these things and my mother was was like, where did you get that? Where did you? I'm like, Gilligan and Fonzie, you're telling me to tell you this. (laughs) And my mom was like, you're not you're not talking to them anymore. Oh, wow. And so after that, I couldn't tell, share these things with my mom. But oh. I'm grateful that I have my grandmother. Oh, wow.
1: Uh, because so she special. was my
4: outlet. If not, I probably would have lost my mind because I was seeing I was seeing spirits and I was hearing things. Um, and late at night, I'd get knocks at the door. And I didn't know yep. what to do. And when I tell my grandmother, she's like, if you get a knock at the door late at night, she goes, you go right back in bed. You say a prayer, and you don't answer that door.
0: Oh, smart grandma.
4: Yeah. If I told my mom that, she's like, you didn't hear anybody. She, you didn't hear anything. That's, and that's, but she actually knew better. She, my mom actually yeah. did know that I did hear these things.
0: She just didn't want to do I, I I think that happens. That's why it skips a generation, because, like, your mom was living through the, you know, how do I deal with what's really happening right mm-hmm. now in life, and a grandmother and a child... You know, skipping a generation, you're kind of like in the beginning and towards the end of things. So you're not so worried about the current situation. You yeah. can be more open.
4: Yeah. My mom had a lot of fear, too. Yeah. And that'll block it. Fear and is that, the problem with everything
2: right now. I know. Fear is the enemy.
1: Yeah. And it does. It, it, it per, uh, makes it so it's a paralysis. So yes. would you say even that growing up or even um, now into your adulthood, has it... Quietly, like impacted your life, your choices, where you are, the people that you're around. Yes, yes, it has. Because I, I know for myself, and I would, I'm an older Indigo, that I know from for me that it constantly was there. Like I didn't talk about it growing up, but I knew things that I shouldn't have known, and my parents still recount me talking about different people and different but i would meet somebody and think oh you're not a nice person <laughs> yeah you knew right like off almost the bat. like i'm sorry for you like oh everybody else here might and i was young and i'd think oh everybody else might think that you're a nice person or you're not a nice person i even have a memory of being at a girl's um slumber party and we had to go watch like a magic show and i think we went to papa john's after or something Oh, Papa but John's. we were sitting in the magic show waiting and it was so boring and i was <laughs> sitting back and had my knees up against the chair and a teacher years later said well you when you were younger you you could read auras and you could see color around people and I was like oh, I never did that and she said all you ever had to do was squint your eyes and as soon as that teacher said it mm-hmm. I was I could remember, remember sitting bored in the auditorium squinting my eyes like oh there's a red oh there a purple and like could see the color around all the and was making it like my own personal to entertain game. yourself I don't yeah, have I, I don't have, ha- I, I don't have that ability I, I don't have it now, Tess. I, don't, I can't say it now like, that I see color around people. I just read the people. It's kind of it, like it evolved or right, grew in a yeah. different well, way. Well,
3: I have a special gift from being in the bar business. I call it the instant asshole. <laughs> um, I could spot oh, somebody a mile away I'm like there he is I know he got, he's trying to act nice but he's going to have alcohol he's going to be the instant asshole and yeah. that is a gift too Yes, <laughs> right. it's, so you have it's different kind
1: of a different kind of gift different
0: kind of
3: gift of being able to read people
0: oh and gosh. know exactly <laughs> who they are and what they are did yeah. you guys ever have problems with sleepovers in general you mentioned a sleepover I would go to friends houses for sleepover and you know you'd always have to go in the basement everyone had their sleeping bag I would never sleep because then the ghosts would start walking around I was the weirdo that had to call mom and go home.
4: Uh, I didn't have that problem because my I I was uh, born and raised in the Bronx, so sleepovers weren't really a big thing for us <laughs> uh, okay. down there. Uh, my mom, my mom was like, you ain't going on over. I don't know who they are. You ain't going over there. <laughs> so she's like, if they want to, she's like, if they want to come here, she's like, you know, you know what? I don't want them here. She's like, I got enough problem with my own kids. <laughs> She's like you can see each other at school and you can hang out up until this want time. My house to the is still lights, come on. Over. <laughs> Right, my house. Right. Is you, still adult adult over. sleepover. Adult Everybody sleepover. can go over. there.
1: <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. Um, so I do have to say, over here to the side of you, um, not trying to read you, but I'm going to read you. You definitely <laughs> have a father figure that is standing over here to the side. So your father is crossed over. No. Okay, the male in spirit is standing right here. Hang on one second. He looks um, to be like you. He's more ethnic looking. And um, he looks like I'm looking at a picture from the 60s. Um, Did part of the family, that side, did they actually have a farm? Or did he work on a farm? Yes. Okay. Um, Would he have regret? um, And is there a large letter J associated with that name? And he also has a lot of, um, there's also number seven <coughs> uh, connected with this. So there could be seven children, the month of July, uh, birthday, anniversary, or passing. And he uh, is also working as a guardian for you so
2: it's
4: fonzie. let's it's fonzie. <laughs> it is it could be fonzie fonzie <laughs> fonzie's never far, far from me honestly neither is gilligan um even Gilligan's till now we had on a three-hour tour He'll even today <laughs> even till to this day I, I refer to them as that but no as far as my father so my father um has dementia oh that's and nice. so he's always back and forth yes and it's been increasing more Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past few months So I've been feeling him stronger That makes sense yeah. uh, In terms of the family, yes, there was a farm There was uh, My they definitely
1: Any head injury, Alzheimer's, anything like that They definitely start showing up on the mm-hmm. other side yeah. More and coming back And he's like a traveler with you That he would want to be It's almost like making up for time
4: Well that would make sense Because uh, prior, prior To that he wasn't very nice To me or my family. Very heavy drinker. You can smell
1: alcohol, and it's not just because we're here in McGarry's. I can smell alcohol (laughs) from him. Very heavy drinker. That would be part of who he was. Yes. Um, A a lot put on you. You also read like a super old soul. Feels like you've been here, done this many, many times. Many times. times. That's exhausting Mm -hmm. in your lifetime. If you are at a point, and I know that you're kind of working through doing some things for yourself, whether it's the acupuncture or the learning. If you're at a point where you're saying, "Okay, now this is my life or this is my time," it has an enormous feeling of transformation or transition for you. Yes, very, very big. It's and, and again, it's well overdue. It's about time. No. I always love it when you, you know. say
3: that. You you that is so empowering to women when you say yes. that. Yes. Mm. You need to hear that because yes, you, you that's an empowering uh, right. sentence Statement, that you yeah. use quite a, quite a bit right and you've been there too and it makes it even yeah. more it makes me more sensitive to you when you empower other people and I, I hear you say that all the time and I, and I really appreciate it in you
1: oh I love you Tess Aww. thank you <laughs> Thank you.
0: and Tess was there for the tough times I have a question for you when your mother Tess shut out her ability she got to a certain point and she shut down did she ever explain to you what happened Oh, my mother was Irish. You know this. I'm um, Irish. Irish. Yeah. I think what happened is, when I'm, she's on the other side? My mom crossed to the other side. Okay. Because she said, now, in Irish uh, families, there's something called a fetch. And that's when you see a person's spirit before they leave their body. It's a premonitory vision. And I think that when she saw a fetch of someone close to her is when she said, okay, I'm done with this.
3: My mother took too long. And I think it was out of fear. Yep. And it bothered me because my mom was so independent. Right. And beautiful.
0: Mm. That
3: uh, my mom raised me to be super independent, mm-hmm. but then she resented it in me.
0: Right. Everything that she wished that she could have been, had for I her. I do My mom was like, you know, could have done anything really. She was ahead
3: of her time on some things. But, you know, it, it was hard for me to see her hold on. Yeah. And not cross over she, w- she refused she had a whole bunch of people waiting for that's it, an
0: so. irish thing too yeah she had a whole bunch of people waiting for her yeah just didn't want to l- just pull the that last little bit i away. don't know I,
3: I couldn't figure it out yes yeah, yeah.
0: well and I, I i think that she just fought so hard for what was her she just didn't want to let go yet
3: she pain the ass <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she loved music
3: my mom um yeah was she a singer no
1: there's a lot of music around that that whole when you're talking and the mother coming in
3: I can hear music really either that or she played it all the time mm, maybe when we were younger I remember that she would listen to music
1: can hear if you start getting maybe random, she hears it yeah if you get random songs out here um, if you get random songs um, out there just know that that would be a way for her to communicate. Um, and she was a tougher lady, too.
3: Uh, my mom <laughs> was tough. My mom was tough in so many different ways. But my mom actually, I was proud of her because she ended up doing everything in her life she ever wanted to do. Oh, that's wonderful. And she was held back by her family, she wanted to be an airline work for the airlines she, in the a 50s stewardess? yeah yeah and women were told they can only do three things and she was accepted and her family wanted her to get married oh and wow. held yeah. her back oh wow yeah so so,
0: so limiting i don't understand it was a that was
1: a different a kind of life time, if they yeah. were if they went into the airlines too she, she would have
3: be, been ahead of well she might have had a better life who knows a different because life women for were sure. like you know you know it was a different time
0: yeah yep. where is she buried She's not buried yet. Oh, do you have her ashes? My uh, stepfather has them up in Vermont. Are they trying to figure out what to do? Are you guys trying to figure well, out Well, I what know to what do?
3: she wanted to do with it, but he says, I'm going to have you do it when I pass. He's uh, a little he stubborn too. Let,
0: yeah. He can't let go until.
3: Right. Yeah. So I'll take both of them. They want, she was, they were in Ireland every year. Oh, so she wants to be, um, yeah, she wants to be, um, buried in Ireland.
0: Oh my God. That's
1: precious. Yeah. Is there a certain town?
3: Um, I would I have to remember because I'll have to talk to him about that. But I know that in the Shannon area, she really liked mm, it. Like beautiful. outside of
0: that area was her.
3: All of it is she beautiful. Liked, yeah.
0: Yeah. Is that where her family was from? She doesn't really know. Oh, it's hard. Uh, you know, us immigrants, we were lucky to get out of there you know, with our clothes on if our If you get
1: the opportunity, if you have not already, if you go to Ireland, you can literally go into any town and tell them what your last name was, and they will tell you, oh, well, your people probably came from, and they know. It doesn't matter mm. if you're in a shop, and yeah. a bar, they all know where everybody, and they're like, What's, what is your last name? And they can tell you where to go. And it, they would actually be able to, almost like doing ancestry, right. mm-hmm. but in person, Yeah,
3: be able to help you narrow down where to go. I'm going to bring Deirdre Manley. She'll know everybody oh, in the whole country <laughs> before <laughs> I even, uh, you know, she before we even better. go to bed. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, her family's from Cork. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, one of my branches is from Cork. She's also intuitive, Deirdre. Oh, that's, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember hearing about that do you think that
1: you seem to attract working for you people that have ability tests
3: um some or you know i feel that or people that are working through stuff oh right yeah. and i was sick I'm, i was mm-hmm. i'm over that but i feel like <laughs> alex and i met we were supposed to meet um mm. i was called like a yeah. coven there's a, a group Great. of us that really volunteer to help people out i find that men are very um receptive to like if I tell them something or I have a premonition, I'm gonna forget it. I always forget. But they, if I tell like somebody, even a high-profile person, something, yeah. they don't say, "Oh, Tessa's crazy." They're always like, "Hey," you know. Better
0: listen to I, her. You know,
1: that's funny you say that because m- most of my experience, and even with people that are in politics and um while i worked for the chamber of commerce i could stop anybody and i'd say listen i need to tell you something and i would tell them and they were very open to it and sometimes mm. even come back and and i think to myself that happens just, to me all yeah, the time And then i think I forget. they're just humoring me but then they'd come back and they'd be like hey listen you told me xyz that already happened now what's the next part and i'd and be like, like i did uh, i don't know yeah <laughs> I don't like remember. i wouldn't remember you're not <laughs>
3: tapped into it you know people think you're you know you're supposed to hit a shift you know and then it just goes, okay.
1: Sat in a business meeting one time with a restaurant owner, and I don't mind saying it. it was, his name was Johnny Malozzi. <laughs> <laughs> And He knew I had ability, and we had other people sitting there at the table, and it was about m- maybe purchasing another property and, and working on something. So <laughs> we're talking to these other two realtors, and we're in this room round table, and I'd be talking to them, and every time, once in a while, I'd turn around, and I'd look at Johnny, and Johnny would go... <coughs> Like he'd make this face like at me Like like, kind of like scold me And I'd think what is he trying to tell me So I'd, just, I'd look at him like what And he'd do it again and I'd look back at the people And I'd be talking to the people And every time I'd look at him he'd go mm, Like that at me again <laughs> The meeting gets over Finally, I go. What were you doing? He goes. You were in my head. I know you were in my head, and you're reading <laughs> my thoughts. And I, thought, I was like, I, I really out. wasn't. It's was like, no, no, I wasn't. You're paranoid. But yeah, but he was paranoid. But just fun- push you but out. I think it was because I said some things in the meeting that he must have been getting ready to ask or Aww. say, and I said it, so he thought I was in his head, like walking around, getting That's in, for- awesome. and he was throwing me out. Mm.
3: Well, it's nice to have alex around to bounce things off like who are you going to talk to right yeah. Or well, i'll say yeah. you know i'll come home and i'm like well i'm really confused about this or i don't want to make a judgment what is your feelings about it and i'll always say oh uh, you know tell me tomorrow Mm-hmm. it's nice to just be able to filter something too because we well, have too much coming at us all day yeah. we
1: i always call it like the god squad or yes. swimming upstream yes <laughs> but we'll message each other like privately mm-hmm. and it'd be all myself alex bradley and we'll say what? i love him too oh isn't he at the best but we'll say like what are you getting like the energy right now is batshit crazy yeah. like yeah. what is we happening that. so we that is group. something that yeah. like, i don't want to do like fear mongering out on on facebook but i'll have like a whole day of you like, need to do that. Right. Because it's the same thing. You're in your head thinking, Is this just me? Is there something I'm projecting? Am I a crazy person? And everywhere I go I can feel it or I sense this It's happening. too much too.
3: Yeah, it is too much. It people is people don't much. understand it can be very emotional
1: very and draining very Very draining draining. so but the way things are right now energetically even just before covid it started doing this where it was a constant roller coaster which if you're doing more energy work you're probably feeling it from people yes that everybody has kind of got that impending doom Mm -hmm. feeling and which again you're probably seeing
3: in you can't turn on the news oh no when was the last time you heard a feel-good story on the news right i call them sometimes and i'm like i got five things for you oh no
0: five happy things I right can yeah share i mean I can,
3: there's always so many positive things going and we're not talking about it because no. we're not you're not getting ratings right but yeah. i bet you they would
0: yeah right yeah, exactly they're just trying to keep us all afraid distract us
1: yeah but it's it's the energy of the of people just in general it's been really on high octane and probably really got to work a little bit harder for kindness yeah yeah i'm lucky thing. though
3: i feel like i i see it every day Mm, There's a too. lot of kindness at McGarry's. The customers are so nice to each other and so kind. And people coming in from out of town um, mm. the other day, like, you know, everybody was like, oh, you're up from out of town. Let us know if you need anything. The customers are nice to them. Aww. I feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of great men mm-hmm. doing really nice things, but they don't want anybody to know.
2: Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh you know, gosh. I mean, even
3: during COVID, people would hand me envelopes knowing that people were struggling. Oh, oh my god. People goodness. were handing me money, and we were, you know, I w- we were helping other people out.
2: That's amazing. But that then, is you amazing. know There was
3: a lot of people, you know, so I saw a lot of kindness. And yeah. I see it all the time, so I'm very thankful for it.
1: That's because your vibration reads that it's higher, and that's all you're going to tolerate mm-hmm. in your Well, blood. I don't tolerate yeah. a, lot, you that's know, right. a lot of nonsense. So that's going to pull it in. So do you guys, either one of you, ever have um, dreams or premonitions or you know like oh, yeah. psychic dreams do you she, get that she a lot does more than yes me.
4: I I do get um, is it
1: Fonzie is it a threesome again <laughs> it is not it is not um they're giggling uh, no
4: uh, the last um the last few years the one dream that I've been getting a lot of is uh water and cities being engulfed oh. in water and I keep seeing the heal. I keep seeing the healers being called forward to to really start bringing more love and compassion to help balance out. It's interesting the that earth. you say that
1: because other healers that we have interviewed or t- spoken to have all said like the light workers are being called forward. Yeah. You know, to to really kind of um, ignite the grid, Absolutely. the healing yeah. grid. But it's it, that's not the first time that I've heard almost that
4: exact statement. Yes.
1: Um, do you keep a journal of your dreams?
4: Um, I'm a lazy dreamer. I don't. (laughs) I used to. I used to for a really long time. uh, Since I've been in school, because I've been taking so many notes and having to remember so many other things, I haven't been keeping a journal of my dreams. So, do you get
1: when your your main focus is is right now more in the healing aspect? So, do you get premonitions or dreams about people you're going to work on, or do you get more? Good
4: question. That's a really good question. That's why I love talking to her. And the answer is yes. Uh, So what I, I actually set the intention to connect with the people that I'm going to work with beforehand, beforehand so that I know makes sense so that I'm guided in the right direction to help them in the best way possible so that they can get the results that they're looking for the releases that they need to do Mm -hmm. so that they can, they can be able to expand into their expand into a more evolved ver- version of themselves. Love so, do you it. find that your
0: yes. people talk to their people?
2: Uh, that's, yes, that's I what do I find <laughs> that my people do talk to their you people. You already knew the answer to I it because she I was did. giggling because she
1: heard it in her head. <laughs>
2: um, and oh my t- gosh!
1: Michelle awesome. especially will say if she makes appointments for her people, mm-hmm. she has to close her appointment book. Um, or else they jump line (laughs) because they start jumping out and they start showing up at other readings or at the house that's why I can't go to Alex because i have too many
3: spirits around me and he reads everybody on my staff and everybody else oh but he's great he goes oh my god when you come in you know i have with a crowd yeah with a crowd (laughs) but i love him
0: i know who doesn't love alex is the best he will not come on our podcast and i think i've known alex for. i wish
3: he came on with us 30 years oh me too
1: one of the funniest stories is about michelle's life going in for a reading and (laughs) and
0: she was with somebody yeah, i was uh working on breaking up and alex you know he has a way of telling you things he's like you gotta break up with this guy um and i had my first cell phone i walk in and i'm you know running late so i set my phone down and i you know we start the reading and he talks all about this guy and what an ass he is and you know i i tell him everything little, little private stuff and at the very end, I look at my phone, and I had butt dialed him the entire reading. It was on the guy's <laughs> machine. It was on his machine. She sent it to him. He probably I thought know. she was at yeah, the Hibernian
3: Hall. I, I,
0: right. You know? And, and you would have
3: gotten away with it.
0: Oh, my God. It was awesome. But, but she, sent,
3: but
0: she know, didn't have to break up
1: with him. It was done. It, yeah
0: you w- talk about you
1: talk about a divine intervention but <laughs> yeah. she goes in to have the reading with with Alex and leaves the phone on calling this guy and yes. leaves it on the machine it was
0: on his voicemail that all this and I said it. <laughs> I, it to I, wish Alex. I could do that. Alex says, well, know. you know, Alex, I'm actually was... done that.
3: We used to send postcards to people. You were an asshole that from Lark Tavern on our way home and hit him in the mailbox. <laughs> and oh, I love that. A couple that. days later, and I would forget we sent him out. Remember?
1: Yep. Oh, I love <laughs> yeah, that.
3: They, they loved it too. Some people, something wrong with people. You yell at them, they're like, Oh, I got to go back there.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, probably, especially in your line of work. <laughs> oh, it sounds classic. classic. Oh, I, can I talk about something? Because you're going to get this of more course. than someone else. So, Alex is like worrying about at least spiritual things and health issues with everybody (laughs) and all this stuff. And my friends are getting Botox. Let's just talk about this (laughs) and fillers and everything else. So now poor Alex, you know, goes and gets her doctorate in acupuncture, you know, you know, we're out and Margaret from the Coles, we're all having a drink and, you know, that just came to her out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Because she says, I want to be on the bus line, this and that. Margaret goes, we're having a glass of wine at June Farms. And she goes, I have an office that's available right now. Next Call to, the bus line. and wow. she's also pretty special, Margaret yes. from calls, and then, that's amazing, it's an amazing story, it. and that's I knew you good. would love this story, so then, love you know, she, she's, now she's taking, you know, extensive classes, Alex sat in the same chair for a year, and now she's still taking classes, <laughs> but guess what, she has to take it in, because you know, my boys, uh, most of them are gay, yes. or are good looking, or you know, <laughs> and oh, you know, I'm around all these people, they're like, is she taking extensive classes for, you know, you f- know, Facial rejuvenation and to right. uh, oh, cell yeah. rejuvenation. Yes. So now she's had to take four other classes. Now you know oh
1: she's gosh. got her doctorate in acupuncture, but we everybody's can, like, "We can deal with all the ugly soul.
3: <laughs> but we got to work on some ugly faces." They're in their thirties and they're yeah. good looking, but everybody and I'm like, "Well, she's going to start with my fuck you forehead." <laughs> I'm always staring at everybody, and I got these lines, and oh. I'm fighting with bangs. So she's going to start being uh, working on me. Oh stop. I thought You, would you find look this gorgeous. Hilarious. You look oh, amazing. You it's never called, age. Years, but, uh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. You got,
4: you got bangs too. But yeah, yeah, I but just
2: <laughs> did.
1: I just got them because of my now, daughter. and I'm the one that's had the Botox. I've had that before well, because of my migraines. You, the migraines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That sounds
3: it, good. And it works, does it? It works. I used really. to have them bad. I don't have them anymore. Yeah, I go to her. Yep, yeah. But uh, but yeah, but now everybody, I've had that. Well, being in school, I needed,
4: I needed the practice. Tess has always been <laughs> like my...
3: Hey,
0: can I stick needles in you? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: No, but I thought you would think that's hilarious. Somebody goes gets her doctorate, and the only thing people are worried about is getting acupuncture so their, their skin looks, you know... <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> you know, it's, it,
1: Alex was one of the first people that knew anything in my life was changing. And I had gone to him for a change... Like, we were exchanging readings... And he was the first one that laid out the thing and goes, oh, your marriage is a mess. <laughs> <The> <laughs> I was like, things, okay. And uh, that was the first time. But then I just was telling the story that I had really been out and about. And a uh, close friend of ours, John DeSalle, said, can you meet me for lunch? You know, I haven't oh, seen yeah. you. And I kept avoiding it. He was worried it.
3: about me, not you at the time. And <laughs> she was
1: sitting down. He had just come in and sat down. They were both facing me. And she goes, oh, hey. And she goes,
3: oh are you going through a divorce? And I don't and remember it either. Like I said, I
1: just started cr- and I was like, I literally just, I just started crying. And John goes, what,
3: what is going on? What is happening? But she like, looked at me and she got it right off.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So. And, and I, and I knew she was going to be better. Like she's never gonna oh, yeah. look better. Never felt better. It was the best thing. I mean, we go through hard times to get to the good times. Mm. That's it's the Amen. truth. It gives other people hope. Yes, thank you. Know? you. Yes. Yeah, that's because true. Because we get, you know, people just get stuck and they don't think there's on anything on the other side. Oh gosh, yeah. there's, there's always whole, something there's on always the other something. side. Or they yeah. can go to the Hibernian Hall with us. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Get cheered up by that whole crew.
0: Oh my gosh, my funniest story <laughs> at the Hibernian Hall. We were in there. It was probably um that was on the, the parade day, and you know, you squish in there and you march in and someone's yelling, you're on fire. I'm like, yeah, we're doing great. My tassel on my bagpipe dipped into an actual candle and I was on fire. <laughs> That's my funniest oh, story about oh the Hibernian God. Hall. Yep. Nice. So of course someone took their water luckily and, and put that out. <laughs> well, they would have, they would have just dipped it in their beer and kept drinking. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right. It's nice right. and smoky tasting now. Well, that is funny, that is funny. I love that place.
1: What do you see um, for, for you um, with your work as well as what do you see for the location?
2: Her? No,
1: for you for the
3: location, <laughs> and then for you for your work for Alex. For I'm going to think
4: about think that well one. I'm going oh, uh, uh, to let you. For what
3: this location?
2: This location. This one. Well, I would like to
3: sell McGarry's. Mm-hmm, really? I think My time is done. Oh, okay. I wasn't supposed to be here. Remember, I wasn't supposed to be here more than eight months to a year. That's right. It's right. been thirteen. <laughs> I feel like we've made a lot of changes. Oh. A lot of uh, created an atmosphere for. Lots of different, and you know this. I yeah. mean, when I first came here, it was only like one type of crowd. Now we've yeah. everybody. Every crowd. Every and I've, been so in here witnessed. Yeah. I've been in here and witnessed. I've been in here and there's, there's here. firemen in the back. Um, mm. Great
1: place, by the way, for single women. Um, it is there's indeed. There's like one whole group of firemen. I won't let the guys hit on them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then there's one whole back group off, of like police up. officers. And then there's one whole group of politicians. <laughs> right. And then there's usually a group of Yeah, Everyone's welcome. There's really like, a buffet you know, of really anything you're looking for, coming and in everybody
3: kind of knows each other and gets along, yeah. and so I'm really yeah. proud of that. But I need something smaller. Um, I, you know, it's not like I want to get out of the business. Mm-hmm. I love what I do. I love the customers, and you're I so love good the fact at that I'm like a part of three different generations yes. of people, right? right? Yes, and that's I know right. their history, and I'm intuitive too. So almost everybody, t- I know more about them than they tell their each other right <laughs> and you have them. that too yeah. because they right. know I'm you know they know that I'm like I the care. keeper of the secrets yeah I'm the keeper of the secrets yes and, uh, but I still would like to move someplace smaller that doesn't have all these events going on around them so I can, so you can relax more well yeah. I also want to be able to plan things that I want to do mm. instead of what's going on around me because when I was on Lark Street it was always about what we were doing not what uh, you know not with oh, gotcha. palace and I have so many events around us and somebody would love that
0: yeah, right. someone I who's mean, really into that, you know, the, right. the, the crazy schedule of that.
3: But I like to, everyone that comes in, I, I mean, especially during COVID, everyone that came in, even the younger people, I knew their grandparents and their families, yeah. and it was it was nice, and it made me really realize that that's, I want that back. Yep. I also work at June Farm, so...
0: I oh you do there. oh my goodness
3: I yeah. know that's
1: another place I'd love to get into and I, every time I hear about what he's doing out there at yeah. the food listen and I can get you in there please, I, I think you could let's do that let's plan <laughs> <get laughs> on that place to do that if he, he would doesn't.
3: probably like it Matt I know he'd be a little scared though that he would have to talk he probably wouldn't talk though really no oh he would never he doesn't feel uh you know spirits the
0: energy i'm his weird
3: friend (laughs) okay let's
0: then maybe i'll
3: have you there as the weird friend and we'll we'll talk about the farm. he won't yeah the farm is different and the energy he would he would not let me talk about that but the energy there we oh we can talk about this we can talk about this you'll love this i because i know you guys we um (laughs) he talked about it um, had a teepee and he goes you you and I'll be able Ooh. to stand the teepee because I worked there on Wednesday nights from since the day that they opened like um, on wow. Wednesdays I've been working there with him we used to bartend together and he put a teepee and I'm like you can't have a teepee without a ceremony oh exactly, very, yeah. bad luck. exactly. And I, very upset about it so one of the Alex and you know we power three women mm-hmm. so Alex's friend came up from New Paul's and we did a ceremony, but I also yeah. put crystals in the ground all the way Ooh. around it.
1: Oh, that's awesome! And
3: uh, a friend of ours, Elena, who's a well-known psychic and yes. common, she we, we put her in, because she studied with the Native Americans, oh. I called her and FaceTimed her, and she did it from Far and as this is going on matt's mother and his her friends from florida are driving up i said she's probably like there's matt's weird friend
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though that, that's oh wonderful yeah. that's was beautiful. that location was that originally a zoo a long time ago no it was just, farm? um
3: no not
0: to my knowledge okay because there was there was a really weird zoo it's on best road or old best road a zoo let me yes. ask matt yeah because there were it was some it was like someone who had like a tiger king kind of tiger king is that the name yeah of the that's the name situation of the going there because i brought i stopped in once i used to have been posting and kill and those animals were barely contained so i wonder, i've always wondered if how close if that's what june you know farm was or what happened well with it was that. just you know i used to buy my hay there for my horse yeah
3: i mean it's just it's over 100 acres there right it's a and beautiful just place had a you know a barn with the animals in it, and he just said, I really need to be able to afford this. He was yeah. bringing money, and he goes, I'm going to put a barn here, Very put a, a bar in it. Do you want to work with me on Wednesdays? We'll get 30 people, and then 200 people were showing up. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah, because because overnight, that blew up. Everybody knew well, it. Everyone knows about you and farm. A lot of were part of their childhood, and it was like yep. two bar owners bartending together, and they're really close, and like yeah, people right. came in from New York, and it, was, and it was beautiful because you'd see a farmer. You'd see somebody coming in on a horse. You'd see, like, the... <laughs> neighbors <laughs> and then you would see people coming up from New York City so it became like this very to me it's a positive place for people and it's I a real place positive energy and I would take Katie there and show and ask her what she thinks because mm. there's things that I feel there Matt might kill me so I can't talk about <laughs> uh. it <laughs>
1: we're we're gonna work around that though I think that'll be there's fine.
0: things that I feel there that are really positive oh that, that'd be so that exciting be to really find amazing. out about I love that area there's something so magical about Rensselaer County
3: well, I mean when I would leave here and then go there, the sun seemed to be following me there. Mm. Mm. So it was like really bright on that side when at that time of day when I go at four o'clock, three thirty, four. Yeah. And then right about then the deer come down. Yep. And every right. time I would mm-hmm. work there on a Wednesday, Matt would say, like the deer are gonna come down and they would be there. Mm. And yeah. Cue the deer. <laughs> Cue the
1: deer. Yeah. So yeah. what is in the cards now for you, Alex? What we're how can our clients, um, our listeners get a hold of you for treatment and for treatment and so
4: i have a website divinebeingeveryday.com i can be reached uh, via email and my phone number 518-227-1669 beautiful as far as the question you asked me earlier where do i see the medicine going i see myself as a bridge
2: Mm. and I
4: see Tess as a bridge because yes very much so we are here we bring people together we connect things and as far as this medicine my goal is to be a bridge to bring back the emotional spiritual component in medicine that has been lacking Mm. Mm -hmm. that has been frustrating people that just being seen as physical bodies it's just physical bodies it's broken down and compartmentalized so that we are just parts as opposed to a whole mm-hmm. and we are whole beings who need to be seen as such and treated as such and in understanding the levels of stress and emotion that people are carrying and holding especially in this climate right now that you mentioned because people are very hypervigilant and people are very closed off even from their most trusted people because They're afraid of what they're going to say is going to be misinterpreted. I feel that with this medicine, this is an opportunity to help people reconnect with themselves spiritually, really Mm. connect with themselves and their purpose Mm -hmm. and bring that forward and help them to release the things that no longer need to be spoken about, that no longer need to be. Relived. They have just you, need have to have... Have you thought about doing some classes? Yes. I have. That is in the cards for good, me. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, because prior to prior to bringing acu- going into acupuncture I was doing multi-dimensional multi-dimensional healing. Ooh. Mm. Uh, so it's a higher level of, of Reiki where mm-hmm. people would be on the table. We were doing physical releases. Messages were coming in for folks and... It resonated with them mm-hmm. on a lot of levels. People had miraculous changes in their life that I was very honored and blessed to be a part of and entrusted. It's an amazing to experience. Be that conduit. Mm. Amazing.
1: I'm, I'm very excited. We're so excited about I this. I know. Definitely have to come and get this. This is all training. meant to happen. Absolutely. Away, I, yes. I know. I oh, know. Yes. Thank oh, yeah. you so, so much, much for having us. Pum. I didn't even know what you were doing. I'm like, just show up. <laughs> no, Sometimes yeah, we don't so know so, what I we're doing. I <laughs> love the incredible people that I know along the way. They're like, just, just come, just I don't come. Care what you do. Yeah. I mean, it's only, no. I'm
3: always. I just want everybody to be happy. <laughs> right. Now, here. Uh, and just be the best that they can. Be.
1: If people in the capital region have not experienced McGarry's, you have to come in. Come mm-hmm. in to eat. Come in to stay. The visit um, with the spirits. To visit
0: the spirits. both uh, kinds. <laughs> Purchase, Purchase it. it. It's very <laughs> steady. <laughs> if, you, if you're ready for to own your own place, definitely <laughs> do that as well. I have to shout out to so many of my friends back when I, after I was divorced, and even though I said I'd never get married again, I found a wonderful man to share my life with. We all came to McGeary's because there's a lucky bar stool here. So I many. All
3: of them are lucky. Which well, the,
0: uh, the third one in as what all my friends said, whenever they sat on that stool, they met their husband. Okay, stay away from it. a Kevin Tuffy bar stool. I
3: sat on it. All I got was
2: a food. <laughs> like five people. Yeah, now you had to go
3: get Botox. <laughs> you had to go get Botox. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get anything. I didn't get shit. No. Oh,
1: my
2: gosh. It's hysterical. I can't, I can't. No, we have a
3: Kevin Tuffy bar stool, too. That's the first really? one. It's right at the bar. Kevin mm-hmm. Tuffy was a big supporter of women which yes. nobody would have ever known about him. Right. And wonderful, he used to be, you know, chief of police and he worked mm-hmm. for the state police. Yep. Yep. But I put a little uh his name there Aww. so some people know that he's here too. Yes. I oh, heard him the yeah. other day. Did, Did oh. you really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. That's amazing.
1: That's amazing. Any <sighs> events uh tests coming up that our listeners should know
3: about? I'll just do a music series probably this summer to support the local musicians. Mm-hmm. It puts a lot of pressure on us by doing it outside. Yeah. But I know that it's really great for people that are especially having a hard time. And we do it at like uh, 7 o'clock. And a lot of people from every age group will come. And the kids in the neighborhood that have nothing to do, mm. they're always kind of scared to s- come through. And I'm like, honey, come sit here. You know what I mean? Aww. So look for that. And we'll have free music
0: outside. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. Uh, oh, wonderful. In the
1: summer. Very nice out there, too. It is. Michelle, any events for you coming up?
0: I have uh, pendulum dowsing levels 1 and 2 this coming weekend at Crystal Reiki in just east of Amsterdam and next month, I'm trying to think of the date, I think it's the 22nd Dowsing Level 2 at Willow Tree Wisdom with Barb. Okay, wonderful yes. Wonderful.
1: D, you got anything coming up that our listeners should know about? No, I don't. I <laughs> My son's
0: wedding <laughs> Yeah, her son's wedding um, I was, uh, I, I no longer will be doing the block parties uh, for the Empire. Yeah, I oh. saw so something about that Yeah, well, you know uh, not going to get into that on okay. this one. When we hit stop, I'll tell you all about it. Okay, um, wonderful.
1: <laughs> I love your T-shirt you have on today, WKRP in Cincinnati. That's Thank a great you. show. Uh, one of my but if,
3: if anyone needs a DJ, I am available. I need cards from you. Of course you
0: do. Ooh. I didn't bring anything. We don't have cards. <laughs>
3: well just send me your information. Okay, okay I can. Do not perfect. I don't need
1: anything.
2: I'm just <laughs> perfect. Right. What your about you? Perfect. An what accent. about you, Katie? What do you have coming uh, up?
1: What do I have coming up? We are teaching classes again. Myself, Sharon um, Porto, okay. and I. We're doing level one, level two psychic development, and then we've added a third class, um, manifesting. Ooh. So the magic of manifesting and um, really using positive thought to make things happen. So we've added that and and got a lot of activity around that so please please reach out and find out about that and i have a show coming up but it's sold out already at Woo-hoo. vapor on <laughs> june 2nd and um i will be returning to um grapevine farms and oh. i haven't done a show at grapevine farms out in Copaskill in quite some time and very i just haunted. Talk yeah very haunted <laughs> so and haunted. i was just talking with the husband and wife so we're setting that up so that'll be announced very soon for our
3: listeners what do you get out of that Doing the shows
1: when I do shows, that's an interesting question because people are like, "Isn't that too much?" I well,
2: there's a lot of energy in there. Mm. There's mm-hmm. a
1: lot, oh, and it's exhausting. Because like the next day, you I do
0: the the gallery style readings right, for it's those. Right, gallery
1: yeah. style reading. Um, Four hundred people. Um, sometimes mm. I do two shows back to back. Four hundred each show. That's a lot. It's a lot. And um, the next day all I want after <laughs> is, yeah, it's like a hangover. All I want afterwards is glazed donuts. <laughs> I want sugar so bad. Yes. And it's part of that. It's yeah. part of that grounding from mm-hmm. it. But um, I love it because I get to meet people that some of them come in from, like, Carolinas um, or all over. And, j- like, I get to r- I run, literally run through the crowd and I shake everybody's hand. And I get an opportunity to personally thank every single person for attending
3: because I'm so grateful. A lot of them are there like heartfelt Yes. having a hard time and that's a lot of energy. Right.
1: And I also think it's no accident that they wind up at a certain show and they sit in a certain seat. I agree. There was um, years ago I had done a show at LT's Grill and before I even got to the place like talking about how you Alex you can feel her sense. Yeah. I started seeing children. I was getting ready and my ex-husband said, "Are you okay?" and I said, "There's tons of kids here." Didn't make any sense to me. As soon as I got to the show and people started taking their seats, there was literally one whole row of like 10 seats mm. across all parents that had lost their children. Oh my god. And they didn't know one another. So they selected that row in this room that was packed and they didn't know one another, and all sat together. The so kids I literally went, say. boom, 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 down, and they all lost. Let them just want yeah. closure. Yep, and I don't know if he'll ever get closure, or they they psychically think that um, maybe from the movies that me talking to them is is them like basically communicating with them in spirit but that that person's going to come walking right in the room and that's right. never going to happen you're never going to walk in your living room and see that person again you might maybe see a
3: spirit well there's a lot of survivor's remorse right always yes. and i think that 100%, yeah. what you do will, will give them closure for that yes and make mm-hmm. them feel that
0: we do our best i mm-hmm. try
1: yep i yeah. try and
3: i think that's there's something to be said for that
1: I appreciate that. Thank you thank so much. And thank you, you both guys. again. This thank is for you. being oh. on. This is a great show. Glad to have you guys on. And um hopefully, we'll be back again, um maybe with uh, some other stories and some other things yes. we can do. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe I'll ask
3: my friend if we can do it at June Barnes. I think,
1: I think that's what we
0: should do. I think so. I, I love we should do it at June, June farms She's Yeah, gonna, that would gonna
1: be
3: hit himself in the head every time he thinks about me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Thank you to all of our listeners for your suggestions, especially here for McGeary's. And um, please keep your your likes, your shares, and uh, your suggestions coming. Really appreciate it. Thank you again.